Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind Healthy Life the podcast that is dedicated to exploring the power of wellness and transforming lives and empowering individuals to thrive despite challenges so i'm your host avik and today we have an extraordinary guest who embodies the true essence of resilience and determination so i'm talking about amber hayslet so welcome to the show amber thank you for having me i appreciate it great great uh, but before we uh, start delving into this topic uh, i would definitely love to mention this to all of our listeners that amber is a fitness nutrition and mindset coach guiding others on their journey to weight loss reclaiming their lives and reaching new heights of empowerment so however her path to becoming a wellness coach is even more inspiring as it was shaped by her own personal journey of triumph over adversity so 7 years ago she received a life changing diagnosis of uh, arthritis so undertaken by this challenge she fearlessly embarked on a journey of transformation using wellness as her compass so through unwavering dedication and determination she defied the limitations of her condition and reclaimed her life so her journey extends beyond personal triumphs so having experienced like personal loss and hurdles of disease firsthand she has gained invaluable insights and empathy so now she dedicates herself to helping others discover their own potential and rewrite their stories with newfound strength and determination So in this episode Amber will take us on an uplifting journey sharing her story of overcoming adversity embracing the wellness and transforming her life so her experience in personal training overcoming disease and empowering others will inspire you to embrace your own potential and create a positive change in your life so without further ado let's welcome Amber to the show healthy mind and healthy life welcome again Amber Thank you. Hearing it like that is pretty crazy to think about. No, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So, um yeah, and just to start with like can you take us back to the moment you received the diagnosis of arthritis and how did it impact you emotionally and mentally and uh what was your initial response that day? Yeah, so I was 25 at the time and I was doing I was really active. I was doing CrossFit. I had just found CrossFit and I was super into it because I have like a sports background. So I loved 
the competitive nature of it and everything. Um, so I was really involved in in that in the community there. And I had a period of time where after the workouts, I couldn't really recover very well. And I was having like a lot of severe joint pain. Um, I spoke with one of the members there of the community and I said, do you know it? You know, are you having a hard time recovering? Is it just me? Are these workouts like extra hard or, and she's, she said, what are your symptoms? And I said, all of my joints hurt. And she said, that's not a normal thing. You should probably go to the doctor for that. So I went to uh, my, my primary care physician who did some blood work and I got a phone call, I think within a day. And they said, your rheumatoid factors are really high. They're supposed to be 14 and under. And I think my initial blood work was like 64, um, which I've talking, speaking with other people, I've seen much higher rheumatoid factors even than that, which is pretty crazy. But um, so they immediately referred me to a rheumatologist. And at that point, it was just, I was kind of like in a whirlwind. I wasn't sure. Uh, what was happening to me, or I, I was really young and naive and didn't know really much of anything at that point. So um, I went to the rheumatologist and the rheumatologist wasn't the most helpful um, at explaining what was going on. And they immediately put me on, on medications. So it was, it, it, felt like it was just one thing right after the other because the the journey just started going so fast i i, I can believe like it's 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 uh it's a phase like like which people do not definitely want to go ahead with so yeah i can do so yeah and i was i at that point i was feeling incredibly overwhelmed like i felt like someone had just punched me in the face because I was going along with my life, you know, doing, eating whatever I want. I, you know, my diet was whatever I wanted it to be. And I was drinking at the time, whatever I wanted and whenever I wanted, and, you know, probably not sleeping the best and, you know, just kind of like living the life of a early twenties person. <laughs> so I felt like I was completely stripped of like my identity as a person. Yeah, that's right. So, like overcoming, overcoming a disease like arthritis is a no small fiat. So, what inspired you to embark on a wellness journey despite the challenges you faced? Uh, yeah. So for about a year, I went through the um routine of going to doctors. I went and got a second opinion. They were trying all of these different medications and. <laughs> The moment that really, it was just the tip of the iceberg, the, my tipping point was I had just gotten married and we were in Hawaii and one of the medications that I was on made me sensitive to the sun and I didn't realize it. Um, so I got this horrendous uh, like sun heat rash and it, it was an awful experience. And so I said, that's it. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I have to try to figure out something on my own. Uh, I'm going to, you know, take things into my own hands. And I've been listening to a lot of other people up to this point and nothing that they have done has worked. Um, I was taking one medication that was lowering my immune system. I got 
uh, I had to go to the hospital because I had contracted meningitis because my immune system was low. So I had been through a lot of things just from the different medications that they had put me on. And there was really no other uh, instruction other than take the here, take this here, take this. Um, so I, I just started to dig and say, you know, what else is there out there that I could possibly um, use to, to benefit my, my situation because my mental health at that point too was suffering incredibly because I was going through taking all these medications and then not working. And when that happens, you're just, you feel hopeless because you just want to feel better. And they're telling you that this might help, help you to feel better. And it consistently doesn't. So it gets to the point where after, you know, like a year, year and a half of them trying you on different things, that it just becomes even more overwhelming and frustrating. Understand. So, um, so like you, you mentioned, like in poker, uh, incorporating the cold therapy into your wellness routine. So, how did you discover the benefits of cold therapy, and uh, how has it contributed to your journey of overcoming the disease? Yeah, cold therapy is my absolute favorite thing. Um, uh, again, I'm I am from a, like a CrossFit background. That's where I, you know, I after college I really got into that, and I saw them using uh, these ice baths to recover from working out. So I started to research. Uh, one of the major companies is called uh, Plunge. So I was on their website reading articles and uh, reading all of these different studies on how it helps inflammation and joint pain, uh, how sauna mixed with ice baths can help in different ways. And so I, we got like the cheaper version because we said, well, if we're not, we don't know if we're going to use it consistently. We're just, we just want to like try it out. So uh, we got like a cheaper version and I absolutely fell in love with it. I'm kind of crazy as like in general, try, you know, I like trying new crazy things. So um, I definitely just started to fall in love with it. It was making me uh, recover from my workouts a lot better um, I still wake up in the morning and I do it first thing. It helps, you know, take down my inflammation. And if my joints are feeling like throbby or stiff or anything like that, I, I get in first thing I've upgraded to, I converted a chest freezer into like an ice bath now. So it it's been probably the biggest help, especially to with mental health. You don't think it's going to do anything in that regard, but it has a very, very large um, benefit to your your mental health just moving throughout your day. Yeah, exactly. So here, like mindset also plays a significant role in any transformative journey. So how did you cultivate a positive and a resilient mindset uh, amidst the adversities you encountered? Yeah, that was probably the hardest part. I had been physically active all my life, so that kind of came second nature. It was just figuring out how to recover. But uh, the mindset aspect kind of came in waves. Uh, it was kind of like two steps, you know, one step forward, two steps back kind of journey. Uh, so if anybody's experiencing that, just know that that is, you know, a normal thing. And you have to just keep pushing through 
those two two steps backward to you know continue with the baby steps to get where you know you need to be but um just recently i have really committed myself to mindset and focusing on the repetitive thoughts that i'm telling myself you know on a daily basis of what my circumstances are what my situation is because nobody defines our situation um for us we're the ones who do that for ourselves um we give the definitions and the um the story that we tell ourselves we write that uh in our own minds so if i'm constantly telling myself my joints hurt my joints hurt my joints hurt my joints hurt i'm never going to get through this how why did this happen to me you're going to feel your shoulders slump. You're going to, you know, your head's going to be low. You're going to be low. You're going to be in a low energy state. And in the opposite way, if you, it's not that I never think negative thoughts, but when those negative thoughts come, I kind of see them from outside myself. I see myself thinking them, I let them pass and I go back into my positive routine in my in my own mind where it's like I can do anything I can overcome this God gave this to me so that I could overcome this and I could be you know an instrument for others who are going through it and when you start to, it sounds really silly at first but when you when you start to practice it for like a week or so you really start to get into the groove of okay I do have a choice here I do have a decision that I can make um, of how I'm going to talk to myself and what I'm going to experience for my life. Because ultimately our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create our actions and our actions create our everyday experience with ourselves and with our, with other people. So it sounds silly, but for anybody out there, just try it for, you know, even if it's just a week and I, I promise that you'll feel your energy to you know, becoming lighter, you'll, you'll feel, feel like you're in a, you know, a higher state, a, you're, you're just vibrating better. You're experiencing life better. Um, you're interacting with others better because what you also put out is what you attract into your life. So it's, it's the most important thing that I have, I have, um, discovered in my 32 years <laughs> for sure wow wow so like uh, nutrition also plays a crucial role in uh, like overall well-being so how did you approach the nutrition as a means of supporting your health and also healing during your journey yeah so that was the the first uh, building block in my research i tried out a nutritionist and I went to this nutritionist, she did a food sensitivity test and I got on the program of eliminating, it's called an elimination diet, which basically uh, you start with a very basic uh, list of foods that you know for sure you aren't sen sensitive to. So you're just eating those for about two weeks to get yourself at a baseline. And then you start reintroducing uh, foods that you may or may not have a reaction to back into your diet. Uh, to really pinpoint if there are any foods that are causing you distress. So I went on that um, diet and it <laughs> that was the moment that I realized that you could actually change your life through 
you know, fitness, nutrition, and mindset that you, you really truly could, because I felt phenomenal. I was eating whole foods, which is what I recommend for sure. Um, there's so many things now that are processed that are full of sugar and it can wreak havoc on our bodies from inflammation to brain fog to you're just not functioning properly. So all of the mindset, we can talk about positive thinking all we want to, but if the diet's not right and you have all this brain fog and, you know, the brain fog can create anxiety because you're, you know, you're not staying on top of tasks and those are building up on you. So it really everything kind of meshes together to create overall well-being for someone but foods are foods are i mean tremendous if if someone hasn't tried eating just whole foods which means just things that grow from the ground fruits vegetables meats um and just completely rid themselves of processed foods packaged foods um, soda, yeah, alcohol, different things like that. Um, I highly suggest starting there because or at least limiting yourself and you will start once you limit yourself, you will see those moments of clarity and what those foods are doing for you and what the, you know, the processed foods are doing to you. And that clarity will give you the motivation to start to eliminate more things from your diet and really start to clean it up. Uh, because once you realize and see what your life and your functioning in life could be, um, it becomes a different, a different ball game. Yeah. yeah. So your story is, uh, I mean, it, it's really or truly inspiring and uh, you have become a beacon of hope for others facing the similar challenges. So how do you use your experience to empower and support others on their wellness journeys? Yeah, I think I have a unique perspective to a lot of different things. I've, I think that disease can also come from different traumas that we experience. And, you know, I've, I've experienced death in my family. I've experienced, um, you know, like alcoholism and verbal abuse and different things like that. And so I think that you know, really supporting people with whatever it is that they're experiencing. I have a really wide background. I've been through a lot of different things. And I think that that allows me to give others space to really explore themselves. Because I think a lot of times we're so busy throughout our day that we don't acknowledge ourselves and uh, really sit in silence with ourselves to see what it is that we need or what it is that um, would benefit us moving forward in our lives. So I really think that like, I love this part. I love working with people because you just see little light bulbs go off at each step where it's like, oh, other people feel like this too. You know, I When I got diagnosed, I felt like I was the only person that was experiencing it. I, I was you know, closed myself off and thought that I was the only one that was going through that. And I want to be the crazy person that's, you know, running half marathons and hiking and climbing mountains and doing things to show people that 
although you have had this diagnosis placed on you, your limits are really as far as what your mind is limiting you to. Um, so it, it really, I just like to be as crazy as possible so that other people know that they can really do or be anything that they want, even if they're in a moment of despair and a moment of being diagnosed with something and um, just knowing that there's someone out there who is like them, but is living a life that is somewhat normal with what we're going through. Exactly. So like throughout your transformation, uh, what are some of the most significant challenges you have encountered and how did you overcome them? Oh, there were some challenges. <laughs> there were some major challenges. Okay. Uh, it was not an easy experience. I mean, after I was diagnosed, I almost, you know, my relationship got really rocky because I was just, I went from being this really, really strong, outwardly strong person. Um, my mom passed away when I was 14. I dealt with um, an alcoholic father. And I think that I developed like strength through those situations growing up. Um, so I was able to kind of handle things. So when I was in this relationship, they had only seen me, you know, kind of be strong and I'm goofy and kind of carefree. And when this happened, it was something that was, so, I had been so active in my life. And that was the thing that kind of helped me process the other stuff that I had been through that I felt like that was being taken away from me and I had no idea what to do. So I freaked out. <laughs> I freaked out like, like, like I feel like majority of people do. And, uh, you know, I was crying all the time. I was just depressed and, and such, um, I was just in such a low place. And it was really when I started to, um, like I, I felt like I was never going to get out of it because I would wake up and it would be the same thing. And I would try to go to sleep and I couldn't get comfortable. You know, I couldn't uh, do the things that I was normally doing. And I think a part of that was me telling myself over and over again that I can't do this now. I can't do this now. I have a new future that doesn't look like, you know, what I want it to look like. And I was resisting it so much that I think it created more problems for me, uh, which is why I want to talk about it because I think that it can be adjusted for people so they don't have to suffer as much on the front end of diagnosis. But, um, that was really the main, the main, you know, problem was, was dealing with the, the diagnosis. It was like a bombshell that went off in my whole family. Um, I felt like I, I didn't have a lot of support, like no one really knew what was going on. And it was just very frustrating. But then once I started to kind of get the ball rolling with, with uh, getting myself well, then it's like, we like to eat junk food and we like to eat ice cream and, you know, we're normal people. So, you know, we like to eat pizza. And so it, I kind of rolled, rode the roller coaster of I'm on a diet. I'm, I'm like definitely off a diet. I'm on a diet. You know, I rode that roller coaster and, you know, I definitely want people to know that it's not like a super, uh, like I said, it's like one step forward, two steps back. So it's not really, you can't really judge yourself when that stuff comes up. Um, especially like when I coach people, I just, you know, try to tell them 
to give yourself grace and pick up with it the next meal. You know, if you, if you slip up and you have something with your family, it's like, that's okay. There, you know, life happens. Just let's get back on the path to that with the next meal. So I, I definitely dealt with those difficulties. And then, you know, mindset is something that since my diagnosis, I've really, really struggled with. Um, I used to be like a completely different person um, where kind of positive thinking and different things came naturally to me uh, before I was diagnosed. Like I was a very happy-go-lucky person. And uh, so that that was, you know, a big hurdle to to overcome. But really putting myself and my habits on track the way that I have, um, like I have a very specific routine that I go through on a daily basis that that keeps that stuff in check now to where I don't get myself super, you know, negative and in that really deep, dark place anymore. Yeah, definitely. So uh, like on your wellness journey, uh, did you encounter any misconceptions or resistance from others about your approach to healing? Yes, everyone still, um, even when, you know, I make a YouTube video or I'm talking on Instagram or anything, I know that uh, healing isn't one size fits all. So different people experience, you know, there are some people that go on medications and it helps them tremendously and, or their situation and circumstances a lot worse. And so they have to have, you know, a different treatment. And I think it's people really are stressed at the fact that I don't take medications for it. Um, and that I choose to live a lifestyle that is conducive to, you know, healing and feeling great. I have very minimal, if any joint pain on a regular basis. And, um, uh, I, I eat well, I run with a weight vest. I lift weights every day, every single day. Um, and I think that that is a, a big misconception that people get really stressed about is just around the medication uh, debate, I guess you could call it. I understand, I understand. So, so as, an, as a fitness, nutrition, and uh, the mindset coach, what active or advice uh, would you give to someone uh, who is facing a similar health challenge or seeking to transform their life through the wellness? Yeah, I would I would tell someone who has just been diagnosed to take a huge deep breath and know that the scary things that are said during your initial consultations and when they're trying to get you to take medications, uh, you have the decision to decide how you will be treated for anything. So I would take a, a big old deep breath and not jump to do anything immediately. Uh, they'll try to make it seem like you're going to die tomorrow if you don't, you know, go with their treatment plan. And that's really just not the case. So I would say anything that you can do to kind of slow yourself down and get a grip on, you know, what exactly is taking place, uh, do your research, do your research on, on foods, on, um, mindset, you know, do your, own, don't even take my word for it, you know, do your own, you know, kind of research and experimentation. Um, 
but definitely take action. I would say that for um, the person who's been diagnosed and the person who's just looking to transform their life, take action with something. Um, I always say that it's the baby steps with consistency. So pick something. Don't start Monday or next Monday to say, oh, well, Monday is almost over. I'm going to start next Monday. Don't do that. Uh, start immediately. Choose something uh, and start immediately. I'm going to drink a gallon of water a day. Most of the time, people know what they need to do to make themselves feel better. We just decide not to do it because it, it again, it's mindset where we're making it harder than what it actually is in our head. And we're like, I can't, I can't do that. I can't drink a gallon of water a day. That's so much water. And my favorite is I don't like the taste of water. <laughs> that one always makes me laugh, but pick one thing, stick to it and just, just stick to it for two weeks before you add in, you know, the next thing. And maybe the next thing is not eating processed foods. Um, so just start to clean it up little by little and know that it's a journey. Um, the other thing is, you know, classifying something as a diet is you choosing to look at it like it has some sort of end to it. Um, we're just supposed to eat health we're supposed to be healthy all the time <laughs> so i understand that things happen and you know you go out to dinner with your family and you know whatever takes place there but 95 percent of your life you should be living you know well you should be feeding yourself well and and drinking your water and you know getting some sort of movement whether it's just walking it, again it's the baby steps over time and i think a lot of times people think that it's going to be you know they're going to drink water for a week and then that's going to make them feel better and then they don't have to consistently keep doing it so you have to be able to change your mindset and tell yourself that every day i'm getting you know, better and better. I'm getting happier and healthier uh, by doing these consistent habits. And yeah, it's find someone to support you, uh, especially a lot of times because, you know, the spouses, one spouse is trying to, you know, be better, but the other spouse is kind of doesn't care about that stuff. Um, so it can create conflict in just getting support. So find someone, you know, find someone that supports you if that's what you want to that's what you're trying to accomplish in your life. And uh, definitely just take the first, whatever that first step is, whatever in your, you know, your heart has been telling you for some time that you've been procrastinating on, that's your conscience that's speaking to you saying, please, you know, do this so that I can get, you know, so that we can get back on the right path here. Um, so definitely listen to that and just get started. Thank you. Great. The power of resilience and the determination signs to your story. So that's 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 definitely true. And so, how do you maintain your motivation and enthusiasm for the life and the wellness? That is all habitual. It's all you know. And even then, saying that it's a habit doesn't mean that I don't struggle with. Oh man, I'm feeling extra tired today. I like don't feel like doing whatever. It's, it's really pushing through that and being in control of those thoughts that come in. Uh, your thoughts are the very, you know, starting point of what is going to, 
birth your actions. So, you know, if I can wake up in the morning and choose to be excited to get started on my morning routine, because I know that it's going to make me 1% better every day. And 1% better is going to make me, you know, maybe reach someone to get them to decide to be 1% better. And the ripple effect happens where, you know, now we're just making, you know, our community better, the world better. Um, That's, that's really what everyone should strive for is to be the best version of themselves. And I know it eats me alive knowing that I'm leaving, um, I'm leaving stuff on the the table of my potential and I'm not, you know, living up to and reaching my potential that eats me alive. So, um, I know that even now with what I do, I know that I could do more and that I'm capable of more. So it's just kind of playing that game with yourself and knowing that you can be better day by day and really chasing after that. Um, because that's just going to make you better. It's going to make your family better. Um, the only way to make and bring others up around you is to make yourself, you know, better first. So really it's just trying to, you know, get those habits concrete for myself and not missing out on the, the daily habits that I know are going to make me the person that, that reaches my potential. Got it. Got it. So, so like, uh, just like looking back at your incredible journey. What message or legacy would you like to leave for those who hear your story and are inspired to pursue their own triumphs over the adversity? Oh my gosh, you can do it. Like you can do it. If if this little person who's a nobody can, you know, somehow put the just a sliver of hope in in someone's mind. I will say it over and over and over again. And if anyone is struggling, I will, I will message you every day and tell you that you can do it because it's the absolute truth. And like I said before, the only limitations that we have in life are the ones that we place on ourselves. It's, it's absolutely factual. Um, Yeah. It could make me emotional because I wish that I would have had this, you know, at different stages in my life where someone was just like in the stands, just going crazy, cheering me on, just saying, you know, you can, you can do this. You, you got this, you have the strength within you. And this problem was given to you, maybe not to be solved, but to be a representation to someone else that they can overcome anything. Um, there, and you know, my story is my story, but there are so many other stories in history that people have gone through absolutely incredible things and they have come out on the other side, um, because they, they made a choice that, you know, they didn't have any other choice. There was quitting was not an option. So, um, just incredible stories from other people who, you know, have survived, survived plane crashes and helicopter class crashes and the Holocaust and different things like that, where it's like, my story is completely insignificant compared to, you know, the absolute, um, magnificence of them rising above the turmoil and everything that was happening around them. Um, so I think also just seeking out, you know, other people's empowering stories and, 
um, different things, different quotes and things that can just help you to keep, you know, keep going and really put your mind in that mindset of positivity and of forward motion and, you know, really taking you to, you know, live in the present and just, we only get one life. So just sucking every bit of life, um, that you possibly can, you know, getting everything out that you possibly can of your life and giving back to others in any way that you can. Exactly. Exactly. Great. So before we wrap up, like there is a, uh, this question is definitely coming to my mind and I believe, uh, it's a kind of motivation also. So beyond your current achievements, what are your aspirations for the future, both personally and the professionally, as you continue to inspire and empower others? Oh man, that's a great question. <laughs> yeah. Personally, uh, I definitely want to continue to uh, run races and push my body to the limits uh, whether that be like rock climbing has been on my uh, radar or, um, you know, doing another half marathon. Um, those situations, putting yourself into those situations is definitely a way to strengthen that mindset and doing something that is maybe making you feel a little bit anxious and uncomfortable. Um, so again, I just want to push the limits on what, uh, someone could look at and say, if she's doing that, I can definitely do that. Um, and then professionally, I just want to help as many people as possible, even if, you know, it's just an encouraging word that I can give someone, or I can break down some detail for them. Um, that may be, you know, the light bulb that goes off that says, you know, I should change this portion of my life. Um, I just, I want to put myself out there. I've been kind of shy in the past. Um, so I just want to put myself out there and really, really just empower as many people as I can and, and give them the, you know, my story so they don't feel alone and so that they can make their own healthcare, you know, choices for themselves. Wow. That that's, that's so lovely. Great. So as we conclude this deeply inspiring episode of healthy mind and healthy life, we want to extend our heartfelt gratitude to our incredible guest, Amber. So her journey from diagnosis to triumph, fueled by cold therapy, mindset, fitness, and nutrition has left us in awe of the power of resilience and the transformative potential of the wellness. So through her journey, Amber has emerged not just as a coach, but as a living testament to the boundless possibilities that await us when we face adversity head on and embrace the power of self-belief. So we hope that this conversation has motivated and inspired you to embark on your own transformative wellness journey, embracing the potential of cold therapy, mindfulness, fitness, and nutrition to enhance your overall well-being. So if Amber's story has resonated with you, we encourage you to share this episode with friends, family, or anyone else who would benefit from the message of triumph and empowerment through wellness. So as we continue our journey to explore the depths of mental well-being, personal growth, and holistic wellness, we remain committed to bringing you empowering insights and inspiring stories that foster 
a healthy mind and a purposeful life. So thank you for being a part of Healthy Mind and Healthy Life community. Your support and engagement drive us to continue providing valuable content that nourishes your mind, body, and the spirit. So remember that your journey, your own journey of transformation and the triumph is within the reach. So embrace the power of resilience, self-belief, and wellness as you navigate life's challenges and uncover the limitless potential that lies within you. So until our next episode, take care, stay mindful and continue your pursuit of a healthy mind and a life of purpose and fulfillment. So thank you so much.